Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. All right. I, I don't know what exactly is happening right now, but something is something is happening. That's good. That's good. I uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here on episode number 55. Is that right? We've done 54 previous. So now we're here. No, no, no. We're not going to lie to people. We're just calling it. This is the first episode, right? Okay, and the, okay. the name of the episode is episode number 55. Okay. Okay. All right. So at what point are we going to make episode 56? Is that going to be the next one? Or is that going to be like in like six episodes? No, this is episode 50. The first episode is episode 55. The next one is 56. And we're just moving on. Sure. Okay. For sure. But yeah, you're you're saying? No, I was just I'm excited to be here. I uh I, I wrote an introduction for you and I want to know how you feel about this introduction. You wanna just text you wanna just chat message it to me and I'll read it? No, I want to read it out loud. I want you to be introduced to the world. No one knows gotcha. who you are right now. You're just a bearded fuck. No one knows you. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. So I've got with me, as always, the author of Clubby, a minor league baseball memoir, author of Learn How to Not Suck, his college story, the man responsible for moving the goalpost back 10 yards in the back of the end zone, the man who alone did the math to send us on the lunar mission to the moon back in 1969, doing Zoom comedy in his bedroom, the considerate hunk he is, Mr. Greg Larson. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad, I'm glad we're doing this. First, uh, first episode of Don't Shoot the Gingers. I probably should have had that in the introduction. That's totally fine. Now, let me, I don't have anything written for you as an introduction, but I mean, look, John is, John and I have been friends since 2008. We've been friends for 12 years. I mean, there are like, there are spaces of time in those 12 years where we probably won't talk to each other for like 18 months or so. I think we've been friends for about 35 days and we've known each other for about <laughs> That's probably the most accurate. And like 30 of those days at the very beginning, I was trying to think of like our first interactions with each other. Yeah. I, I think they were in Lee Wicker dormitory playing NCAA college baseball, not like the real thing, but the video game. And you would be the Cal state Fullerton banana slugs. Titans. And I would be the, Cal state Bullets the Titans. Uh, banana oh, slugs would be Cal San Andreo something. I don't know. San, is it Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz. Yeah. The Cal State Santa Cruz Banana Slugs, I believe, and I would be the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Sure. And I don't remember, I don't remember anything after that other than us going to Orioles games. So the score of the game was 7-4. to four. I won, obviously. Uh, you, you blew out your pitcher's arm, so you had to put, bring in relief pitchers, and it was out of, out of hand after that. So what's uh, fucked no. up is I actually don't know if – that's the kind of thing you would remember, though. Oh, sure. The fact that I beat you in a video game once 17,000 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> you would fucking remember that. I do remember one time prior to this video game, the very first time we ever met. Oh, shit. Uh, I was on the front porch of the Cap Sigma house in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and you came up with a couple other um, transfers, uh, Nick Van Sistine being one of them, and probably someone who doesn't – it doesn't matter in the story being the other. Um, and I remember immediately talking with Van Sistine and realizing, like, oh, I, I hit it off with this guy. This guy's going to be a pretty cool guy. And you were the one that was like friends with Van Sistine. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's really cool. The guy he's with, he's here. He's, he is probably here in person. So 
<laughs> no, it, it was a it was a good interaction, and inevitably you turned out to be a, a man of honor and courage. Oh my god, dude, that takes me back. All those things that we had to memorize. Um, what was that called? That was called the the Star and Crescent. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with what we're talking about, if we have a listener that's not from Kappa Sigma, uh, <laughs> the the code, the the words of, of of honor of the of the Kappa Sigma are uh, the Star and Crescent shall not be worn by every man, but only by him who is worthy to wear it. He must be a gentleman, a man of honor and courage. And at that point, I am out. I don't know the rest. A man of zeal yet humble. I remember that. An intelligent point. man. Oh, an intelligent man. Yeah. No, no. A man of zeal yet humble. And then an intelligent man. One who walks in the light of God. That was a man. Number. I think a man of truth. Yeah. One who tempers action with wisdom. Oh, we got this, man. Oh, Christ. I would have never. Sign me up. Get me in a fraternity house tomorrow. Jesus, I would have never, the tempered action with wisdom, I would have never remembered in a million years. Also, we never did it, so. What do you mean? We never tempered our, our action with wisdom. <laughs> That's true. I think we about were, the time we found that giant sign, like that $4,000 sign. Yes. That was, okay. Were we, did we graduate at that point? No, I never, I, to this day, have yet to graduate from Winthrop University. Is that true? <laughs> no, I never graduated. It, did I know that? Uh, I don't know. I probably just, I just kind of left campus two and a half years in. I decided that, uh, actually, you know what? I seriously doubt you did know that because I got a call from the treasurer of campus about six months after I'd left campus. They're like, are you still enrolled? I said, no, don't, I'm not paying dues. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. That, that just transformed I don't know what it transformed, but it, that's just one of those things I didn't know. It's like finding out you were adopted. It doesn't really impact me much, but it's like, yeah. wow, what does that mean for his story? Wait, I, uh, am I adopted? I wish. If you were adopted, I would... Uh, uh, it does look like we're both filming hostage videos, just <laughs> kind of different genres of hostage videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, have a, I have a skylight in my hostage room. Yeah, you look like you're in a an unfinished basement. That's about right. That's about right. There's a a lot of a lot of brick and and, and open nails above me. Hell yeah. Which also it, it leads me to wonder why people who do construction in these houses, if there's like 700 just loose nails just like pushed through the floorboard that aren't connected to anything. Not sure why they did that. They were just hammering nails into for no reason. Yeah. I got to wonder how many corners are cut inside the walls of building. Just anything that isn't seen, I feel like it's just wipe my hands of it if I'm a construction worker and it's just not, doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, would, I would do the same. Greg, all the reminiscing about college though uh, got me wondering. I, I thought of a piece of advice that I want to pass on to the, to the listeners. Please. And I didn't know if you had some extra advice afterwards or, or some, some talking on, on my exact advice. But what I used to do in college as a poor college person, I never had any sort of extra income. I would always inevitably have like $28 in the bank and it was yeah. just some sort of variance between negative 18 and $54 was the, the area of money I always had. And sometimes it wouldn't even be dollars. It'd be like rupees or some weird like Croatian currency. Yeah, or something. the North Carolina State Employees Credit Union does automatically just if you have like Bitcoin or stuff. It's like you don't have any dollars. You've got half a bit. So. <laughs> once you once you get below thirty dollars, they just transfer it into like Zimbabwean dollars. So it just yeah. the number is higher. Okay, eighteen million Zimbabwean dollars. Like yeah, eleven dollars. So I used to go to 
pub house, our, our neighborhood bar in Oak uh, Hill, and or scandals or, or or the money, any of those places. And with no money to my name, I would always make sure I would go in with at least a dollar and one cent in my bank account. Because when they swipe the card at the beginning of the night, it takes one dollar away as a pre-authorization charge. Okay. So dollar and one cent at the very beginning of the night. And I know, let's say it's a Thursday and I know I'm going to get paid next Wednesday. A whole week's going to go by. But tonight I'm going down and I go ham at the bar and I rack up, I don't know, at Pub House, the most you could possibly rack up was like $35. But it's $34 that I didn't have. Um, and just drink until the night is done and uh, accidentally leave my tab open. And then uh, – the next day I would probably get a call or someone and someone would, you know, Hey, you left your, your uh, card here. Oh yeah. I'm going to come get out. I'm out of town right now. I'll come as soon as I get back in town. And then Wednesday roll up and um, they never charge any extra tips, any extra fees or so. I think some bars charge like 10% if you do it, but yeah. it's free money. So it's, it's essentially a loan. It's a loan with a low interest rate. Hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? I, the, the period of time. Yeah. I wait a week. And I just ah, don't have a debit card for a week. So you, so all that's happening on your card is they're doing the $1 charge until you come pick it up. Ah, yep. <laughs> that's a good tip. Yeah. So it, it, I wait a week and a week I go without a debit card. And that's when I use the student money. Uh, that's when I use my woo dollars. Was that what it's called? Eagle dollars? Whatever the Eagle hell. bucks. Eagle, Eagle bucks. feathers. I would use that to buy gummy bears. And the gun yeah. would be my sustenance for five days. Yeah. And then on Wednesday I would go and, and, Oh, I left my debit card here. Would you please swipe that? And it's uh, it worked. It worked. That's fucking, often, that's brilliant. Yeah. Do you have any, any money saving advice for these people? Well, the only thing that I'm thinking with, so like a debit card, a debit card is like your money. Whereas if somebody, so if somebody steals your debit card, there's a fucking fly in here. And I swear to God, I'm going to take another hostage if it gets in my Zoom video area. But like, I recommend you grab some chopsticks and just get the fly. Yeah, like Mr. Miyagi style. Um, but like a if somebody steals your debit card and they rack up charges on it, it's pretty much – it's really hard to get that money back because it's like actual money that's gone. Whereas like a credit card – I, I would leave a credit card because a credit card, you have all kinds of like fraud protection. Sure. Shit. I would also bring up the fact that I went through like four banks when I was in college because of this exact scenario <laughs> where I would like, I would cancel my card and then go open an account at Wachovia and then cancel that and then go open an account at Wells Fargo and, and just keep bouncing through and tell them like, all right, now I'll circle back to my original one. Now I have negative $200 in there and uh, I'll, I'll make it up. <laughs> holy shit i oddly enough when i was living in south carolina as a college student and immediately after college i would do all kinds of stuff like that i had all kinds of tricks like i don't know if this is even like an unknown thing to do but i would go to lowe's or home depot and i would just use i would buy equipment and use it and then return it no problem yeah costco now, if you're really strapped, Costco will let you return. Maybe things have changed with the pandemic, but Costco will let you return fucking anything. And I mean anything. You don't even need a receipt usually. Um, just for returning this old hat. I bought this hat here a couple minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it says Kirkland signature on it, you just write Kirkland signature on it and magic markers. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Um, but that, yeah. 
I've tried to stay away from doing that kind of stuff as an adult, even though like my instinct is still to like, there's a part of me that will always want to do the debit card trick that you're talking about. I've never done it, but now that I know I'll have to like stop myself doing it. It's a real jewel. (laughs) But like, I have to think about like, what story does that reinforce to me about like who I am? If I'm to do these things, like I'm the type of guy who is using a tool and then returning it for full price. That's, I I don't want to have that story be the story that I tell myself about who I am. See, I think you would just, just ignore the story, just ignore the entire parameter of the story, do it. And then as you walk away from the situation, count it as a win in your column. And now you're a winner. Now you walk away a winner. And that's what you tell yourself. Yeah. But then I still have to like go to sleep and stuff. I can't not think about that kind of stuff when I go to sleep. All right. Well then I have a secondary way of saving money. Uh, Well, it's it's never saving money. It's always just putting money off to another day. But in in the moment, it's a wonderful save. Um, I used to, uh, let's say a a credit card needs to be paid off uh, by the 15th. And I know money's not going to actually be in my account until like the 17th. Yeah. Uh, just pay the bill on the 15th at full as much as you want. Yeah. $6,000, pay it all on the 15th. It'll clear, it'll give you credit for that two days. Immediately credit will come back on your account and be like, all right, you got money again. And then you have that free money. It's not going to clear your account the next day. It'll probably come back at $12 NSF fee, but you have two days with an extra $6,000. What can you do with that $6,000? Fucking stock market, baby. Some quick penny stock. Uh, yeah, exactly, man. I, by the way, I am very poor. Uh, <laughs> I'm very bad at money. So none of these tips are good. You know what's funny is that I don't even know. I know that you're like, uh, wait, what's something choppy is going on? Something like a robot and an uh, invasion is going on. Can you hear clicking sounds like there's aliens? Nope. Okay, so it's just my end. It's just these little jumps. It's really troubling. Like, I know that's just like a technical glitch, but it does sound like something. It's like first act of a horror movie kind of sounds. Um, Is it gone? It's probably not gone. No. (laughs) Every single time. This is like going to give me a stutter. You know, like people get a stutter if they get like smacked for saying the wrong thing. It's like every time I start speaking up, the robot tick comes in and it's like telling us like, oh, I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't talk anymore, <laughs> but it's mostly gone now. Um, I know, I don't know what you do. You know what oh, I mean? Like yeah. we've been, we've been apart for so long that I don't even know what your life is like anymore. Sure. Uh, quick rundown of how I've earned money over the last, I'll go back a while. I'll go back 12 years. Uh, goat herder. Uh, and these are not jokes. Actual goat herder. These are not jokes. These are not, I am actually not a funny person. This is a true life scenario story. Goat herder, debt collector. Oh yeah. Two chef, executive chef. Counter at a deli. Uh, back to being a debt collector. And then opening uh, opening up restaurants, nightclubs, bars, and coffee shops. And that's what I do now is I open up restaurants and bars. Uh, in the middle of COVID, it is a wonderful time to have a job like mine because how many bars are opening every day in your town? It's super exciting. Uh, but wait, so what does that entail? Like, what does a regular day look like? 
Uh, a lot of times it's, so not only do I open bars, I also get people their like weekly supplies, toilet paper, paper towels, yeah. cups, things like that. So a regular day is pe- fulfilling those orders and while also trying to find the people who are newly uh, ready to open. So I, I'm envisioning you driving around and talking to people at different buildings a lot. Is that That's accurate? A, that is a good envisionment. I've got about half of my time at the office, half my time driving around in my, in my brand new Prius. What, is it cobalt blue? It, I don't know what color it is. I think it's silver. Yeah. I think it's just generic. Just the generic, like off the lot. Like they don't actually put paint on it. It's just the color of metal. It's pretty tight. Like that, um, like that cyber truck from Tesla. Oh, fuck yeah. And it's got strong enough windows just like that truck. Yeah, I'm convinced that that, thing, that was just a PR stunt, right? I think that was just, they wanted that shit to break so that it would make a big noise like, oh, the, the windows are fucked up. So that when they test it again once those trucks roll out permanently or they roll out for real, they're like, look at how much we've improved the windows. And then it's a selling point all of a sudden. I do that a lot in my current job, uh, create problems so that I can solve problems. So like, I'll like, you know, poke a hole in a bunch of condoms, give out the condoms when a bunch of kids are being born. I'll be like, Oh, I have a pro- I have new condoms that are better. So they're yeah. not going to give it. Yeah. It's, it's a real problem solving job and I'm good at it. Dude. I feel like, uh, my whole life is just one big problem that I, I set up for myself to solve. Well, I qu- question on that. Please. You ask me what I do. I know that you write and I know yeah. that you comedize. Sometimes, yeah. Um, do you make money? Yeah. I, um, up until the last, I'd say month, October 31st, actually, I was a ghost writer and editor. So it's like I would support my writing endeavors by writing other people's books and editing other people's books. And I got to the point where I was just like, dude, this is brutal. Because like any kind of creativity is finite. And I didn't realize that. So like, let's say I have like three hours of creative juice every single day. I was using like two and a half of those hours on other people's books, telling myself, oh, I'm supporting my own writing career. Uh, But then what I found out was that it was just like a vampire just sucking all of my creative energy. And so I wasn't writing very much or I was only editing uh, like clubby, my forthcoming memoir. Sure. And then on October, in October, I was like, dude, I need to, I can't do this. I can't write for other people anymore. Like I'm going to die one day. Why don't I just like go all in on being a full-time writer and see what happens. Okay. Go all in on, on dying one day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, we're not getting out of this alive. Yeah. And so like I had enough money saved up from being a ghostwriter and being an editor to last me until I get my first royalty checks from Clubby in the spring. So that's what I'm doing now as I write my next, my third book. Okay. So unemployed. Uh, I like to say that I'm unemployed. I, I like to say I'm unemployed if somebody else is like, oh, you're a full-time artist. But if you tell me I'm unemployed, I'll say I'm a full-time artist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm a full-time artist. I make commissions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, what I wouldn't give to have somebody commission me to write some like furry porn or something weird like that. Well, so do you have any options in the available? So your, your money doesn't come in from clubby until April. Uh, April. So yeah. wh- how are you going to make money between now and April? Should you need? I'm not, I have enough money to last me until then. That's I'm not, I'm not planning on making any money in between now and then. 
Okay. You're not going to, you're not going to go at Patreon. You're not going to try to just. (laughs) You are fucking trying to props to you. It's such a good fuck. You're so much better at this than I am. You're trying to lead me in to the only thing. And I fucking blew it. I fucking blew it. You gave me an actual real fucking alley-oop. And I just went to the bench and said, no, thanks. Holy shit. It was the handouts, man. <laughs> fucking handouts. That's all I... That was barely even a handout. You, like, dropped it in, like, a, a, ba- a mama bird inside of a baby bird's mouth, and I just spit it out. Yeah, I'm probably just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, so, so without further ado, Greg, yeah. there, is no, there is no more suspense. Uh, the world needs to know, are you getting an OnlyFans? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Here's the thing. It started off as just a thought of I watched, you know how like what you should do sometimes just comes to you in like little fantasies or little, um, I don't know, dreams or like I was watching porn one day and I was like, dude, hold on. Yeah. What did you search? Uh, I I don't know exactly what I searched that day. It was probably amateur blowjob. Or like amateur girlfriend blowjob, just because like quarantine's so lonely. Yeah, sure. Like you, you want to get the feeling of, of having a girlfriend while also watching a blowjob. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like hyper studio, like super professional pornography. No. I want to watch a porn and, and wonder if it's a revenge porn that somebody didn't want out into the world. That's the sure. sort of line I like to tell watching porn. You might accidentally run into the girl at the bar and like think, do you actually have a shot? It's not just like the, the super, super model. Oh, well, you grossly overestimate my self-assurance <laughs> but that's the general idea yes okay so amateur blowjob all right continue. amateur uh, blowjob i'm searching and i had this was just after i had decided i wasn't gonna go straight or edit other people's books anymore and i was like i'm a i'm a stand-up comedian can you write in pornhub do girls like writers blowjob <laughs> and like you just you just, just enjoy yourself to that enjoy yourself to that dude that's like such a <laughs> i love that euphemism for masturbation <laughs> yeah um i had just decided i wasn't going to go straight anymore and i was just like dude i'm a comedian <clears throat> i'm an author uh i'm now a podcaster i don't i don't belong to any group or anything like i'm a free agent uh I don't have a wife or kids. So like, what's really stopping me from doing porn? Uh, really nothing. And I, I found myself like wondering, like I would match with somebody on Tinder and there'd be this thought in my mind. I was like, Ooh, I wonder if she wants to videotape us having sex. Like I would wait, I would match with somebody hoping that they would be like, Oh, can we put porn on Pornhub? And I would pretend to be like, oh, I've never even considered that before, but I guess if you really want to. But it's like, that was my, that's something I want. Yeah, it's the exact same conversation I had in my mind fantasizing about Taylor Swift when she was famous. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I've been there. We've all had that. I mean, for sure. The difference. Sorry, not about the sex thing, but about like filming each other. Like, you know, I record her singing teardrops on my guitar, that type of stuff. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, like I, and as I had that thought, like the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, there's like venues for this and there's like an OnlyFans. And then I think last week, a female friend of mine told me that she had started doing something called, uh, 
sugar daddying or sugar bait. She's a sugar oh, sure. baby. Yeah. And um, she's like, you know what? Like, go for it. She made a lot of good money doing the sugar baby thing. And she said that her friends who have OnlyFans make good money doing it and it improves their self-esteem. Well, you know, there's an entire meme world about people make fun of OnlyFans, but look, I just bought my dream house at the age of 22. And yeah, you, are you familiar with this, this meme world? Well, I know the meme world. I can, I've probably seen those memes, yeah. but I can't they're, think of any off the top of They're typically not dream houses. <laughs> I see. But you do, you get money and you do, like I said, from the, from the, from the very beginning, you are a courteous hunk. So yeah, that's the thing is like, there are, there are a few problems to solve first, right? Yeah. Like one is the, should the camera be on the head or should the camera be on the tuchus? Yes. Like how much, how much of my like face and stuff do I show? Sure. Very little. <laughs> but that's, I feel like that, that's the biggest risk. And so like, that's going to be the one that gets you the most subscribers is like showing all of your face. Wow. I feel like I'd probably be big with gay dudes. Uh, yeah. You're a, you're a texture boy. I'm a texture boy. You've got um, a lot of different textures and I think people appreciate that. But I mean, in real talk, like me being, getting an OnlyFans, filming the first video, masturbating on camera and like looking at that upload button is terrifying, but like thrilling. It's like the same way you ever just look up or think about the most like de degenerate shit possible. Yeah. And it's like something about how degenerate it is feels good. Yeah, until until you're done enjoying yourself. <laughs> that's exactly that's the that's what I'm worried about. The just after I upload problem, just after I film it problem, the shame or guilt that seeps in then. Yeah, no, it's uh again, I think this is another thing where that you cycling back to what we talked about earlier. As long as you convince yourself that it's a win, you're getting money out of it, you're <laughs> enjoying it, people are enjoying it, so you have a self-esteem a boost. As long as you convince yourself it's a win then you walk away with a big old W and who needs more than a big old W in this day? Yeah. I, I think that's mostly right. Cause at first I won't have anybody. I have to assume just for the sake of my own like psychological safety that nobody is going to subscribe at first or that nobody's ever going to subscribe. Like I have to assume that I'm just going to put out videos of me jerking off online and that nobody's going to watch them or pay for them. And would I still do it? Ooh, and that brings up a, yeah. Oh, go on. No, 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 go on. Sorry. I, the answer was literally like, maybe. <laughs> okay. That brings up a good question. How much yeah. are you going to charge? I don't know how that works. Like I want to make it the lowest, lowest um, barrier to entry as possible. See, I feel like that's a problem because if you start out at the 50 cent barrier to entry, people are used to it. People, they, they put their two quarters in the slot and then they, then they watch you play with your slot. And yeah that is they'll get used to that they'll, they'll expect it every single time all of a sudden one day we they go on and it's now two dollars they're like well i already know what it looks like i got this in, in the old spank bank i don't need to pay two dollars i think you got to charge a high premium early because you're going to get the people who it, think about it like a subscription to you know a, a magazine service you'll do yeah. the free trial and then you'll get hit with that very first order and you're like fuck i gotta cancel but they still got your money that very first order but I'll, I would rather have a, I would rather have 150 subscribers paying 50 cents than 15 subscribers paying a hundred dollars. Cause you make less money that way. 
I would rather have more subscribers for less money than few subscribers for more money. So you don't like money? I'd be fine with money, but I, if okay. I, I'm saying like, I would rather have a low barrier of entry to get high subscriber rates. Okay. Okay. I worry. It, it, it's almost like, it's like how Costco brands all of their vodkas and, and, and things like that. So it, it's like Kirkland's vodka, but it's actually Grey Goose vodka. But oh. if, you put a, if you put a handle of Grey Goose and a handle of Kirkland's in front, everyone's going to reach for the Grey Goose early. It's the True. exact same thing. They just see the brand. They get excited about it. They know, what they're, what they, they know it's an expensive bottle. They want to spend money for it. Kirkland's is the exact same thing, but they see the, the, the dollar sign and they pay for it. I think you give yourself a little bit of a boost and they're still going to pay for it. Hmm. That is a good point. Golly. So what, okay, hypothetically, let's say the lowest price you could charge for a subscription is $2.99 a month okay. for your, like, uh, You know, we can find this out. You continue speaking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this out. So, like, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my ideal world. $2.99 or somewhere around there. $4.99. $4.99 is the lowest. And the maximum is $50. Okay, okay. The, gray, the Gray Goose analogy. Grey Goose already has branding and name recognition and all that stuff. I yeah. am as unknown. I'm less known than Kirkland. Okay. I'm like Greg Larson. Okay. Okay. Just well, up. Then, then there's lesser known than Kirkland. If all of a sudden there was a bottle of vodka that just said vodka. Yeah. And then it was beside Kirkland and it was beside Grey Goose, but they're all the same. I'm definitely not reaching for vodka because I don't trust it. But yeah. I, I, I trust Kirkland's in the middle. So like I don't I don't trust the the super super low. Give me the median guy. But is the trust based on packaging? Price. Mm, the trust is both? based on price probably. The trust is based on like if I found a diamond ring at Walmart. I yeah. probably don't trust that it's a real diamond ring. That's true. Interesting. So what about the costs to me? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my so my friend who does the uh, sugar baby. She's like, okay, you need, uh, you need a specific angle. She's like, you know, some people like dudes. I like, like an angle like under the butthole looking up. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'd have to actually wash my asshole if I did that. That's fair. Maybe hold off on that angle. Make that be like a, like a VIP only angle. You have like a special camera down there. Fuck, you're good VIPs at this. Only. Fuck, man. You know what you're talking about. Well, I've, I've, I've interneted before. Um. She said that if you choose like a, if you choose a specific um, angle, like you have a niche that you go for, you can, that you can, uh, you know, probably make more money or make more subscribers. Okay. And she's like, can you do anything? Like, can you like shoot really far? I was like, okay, that I can do. Uh, talking about like archery. I'm talking about like arrows. archery. Shooting it's arrows like, really far. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, that's actually impressive. You're two-handed archery while also enjoying yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm not saying. I'm, we're just doing a euphemism, right? Yes, Gregory. <laughs> okay. It's like we did the euphemism, and then we extend the metaphor. I was like, wait a minute, I got to make sure we're on the same page. So she's talking about like doing targets. Like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> at this point, at this point, it'd just be like, um, like masturbating onto magazines, and I that just and filming it that just doesn't seem. Well, it, it reminds me of like the urinals that they have like the little like soccer goals in the urinals. Oh, yeah. And you just, you, you pee to hit the target, you just to score the goal. It, you could probably do something like that. <laughs> Actually, oh, <laughs> World Cup season around the corner? Oh, come on. 
with World Cup around the corner, you get a little soccer goal and a little ball in there, and you just try to score a goal. Holy shit. Wow. It's funny to talk about, and it is fun to think about, but it's like the actually doing it. Like, I'm genuinely considering it, and the actually doing that, I set aside a Friday night to sit down and actually do that, seems a little bit troubling. Um. I can see why. I can see why, especially if like your your windows are open, your blinds are open, people are confused. Yeah. Uh, I've I see shadows that have moved across your screen a couple times. So people, you're on the ground level. I'm a third floor, but I usually leave my windows open. You can see people can like they they like wave to me as I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, it's just a little too yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. So I can understand the the timidity for sure. Yeah. As long as the timidity is not confused with shame. The moment you cross over to shame, you don't need to be doing it. Well, my whole uh, – there's way too much. you got to talk to my therapist on that one, but there's definitely some teenagers. Well, bring her on. Bring her on. Where's the – how do I add someone? How do uh, I invite – what's your email? Greg's Sarah. That's Greg's therapist at gmail.com. That's too much work. Yeah, man. All right. So I, I, I think – this is a put a pin in it, but I do have some new ideas based on this conversation. But it's, it's one of those things like before the end of the year, I think I need to decide if I'm actually going to do this. Okay. And we can advertise on this platform. Yeah, that would be fun. Advertising yeah. my OnlyFans page on podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like visual advertisements, obviously, not just audio. Like no one wants to hear about me talking about how you're cranking it but they want to watch it. They want to watch the video. They want to watch the advertisement. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, man. Your, what? your mom's going to watch this podcast, right? <laughs> From the grave. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the, that's, that's part of what makes OnlyFans, doing an OnlyFans a lot easier is my mom is too dead to be ashamed of me. <laughs> uh, I think we just titled the episode, My Mom is Too Dead to Be Ashamed of Me. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, all right, Greg, alternatively, if yeah. you don't shoot at soccer goals, yeah. how do you feel about being covered in, in honey or, or chocolate sauce? I don't like chocolate. Honey, I could do. Honey, I like the food, man. There is a niche on the internet. People will pay premium dollars to watch you covered in sauces. Really? Oh, yeah. There's like a, a Korean girl who gets paid like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars eat, like, eating bread. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. She, like, and she smashes her face into, into like pies and stuff. And like, well, if that can happen, the sauce world is yours. Marmalade, jam, sauce. We got a lot of options that we can just dump. Yeah, I think I won't do that. It does act as a natural lubricant. I think pouring honey on my dick, I would do. Pouring honey like on my body and stuff. Yeah. I I don't. I wouldn't do that. Just on my dick. Okay. Old honey dick. Old honey dick. That I mean, that could be me. Yeah. Well, Greg, how uh, how long have we gone? Our, Our our how far into this are we? We never established how long we were going to take these or even really, we barely figured out the name of this podcast. So this is a, a real yeah. loose cannon so far. Yeah. We obviously don't know anything about technology either. As far as timing goes, I mean, and 45 minutes to an hour. Have we already been talking for 45 minutes. Is that where we, where we at right now? 
Yeah, I mean, we started. Oh, man, leave. Go away. That's all I got to say. I mean, did you have any sto- <clears throat> did you have any stories you wanted to tell or any uh, discussion topics? I did have. What was the, what did I, what did I bring up to you the other day? And you said leave it to the podcast. And it was. Oh uh, yeah, the the girl who came in uh, into your office. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? Let me save that for the next episode as a yeah. teaser, uh, a real, a, a real teaser that we've done so far. A girl came to my office. I can't wait to hear the rest of that story later. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to tease it out. I want to uh, prepare myself because I need to re-familiarize myself with the details of what happened. I have a shit memory, um, sure but enough. I did text it to you so I could just reread it to myself, uh, and, and reenact it. Uh, but no, I, I don't think I, I have much to offer right now i'm going to be thinking a lot about your only fans options over the next yes. couple of days and uh can we do some you know. can we do some jokes yeah sure go for it did i cut you off or are you going to say something no I, w- I was actually going to uh talk about you had something else on the burner and that would have been the jokes so yeah i how am i going to do this okay i'm just i'm going to do three jokes i want next time i'll prepare in a way that i'll send you jokes beforehand that you can read Okay. Um, but this is just how we're going to do it right now. Okay. And I want to know, obviously you're just going to laugh or not laugh whenever I read them like any joke, but I also want to know, well, that's it. All right. Here's the jokes. Uh, do you know why they call those assault rifles AR 15s? Because that's how old you have to be to kill your math teacher with one of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Come out of the gates. <laughs> That's the first joke. <laughs> Holy shit. That's how we're starting. All right, all downhill from here, boys. <laughs> uh, the, the rest of them are not as uh, offensive. Okay. Did you hear about that closeted mall Santa? He wouldn't go anywhere without his beard. Oh, all right. He's a, he's a texture boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one is, uh, I wrote this specifically for you. Oh, okay. Uh, Gordon Ramsay recently made headlines for his lawsuit against a rival restaurateur. That's odd. I didn't realize Gordon Ramsay was a sous chef. Ah, I get it. S-O-U-S-S-U-E. Pound it, dude. Bloop. Oh, shit. I showed my wedding ring. Now all the ladies are going to unsubscribe. Yeah, I saw your wedding ring when you had your uh, hands up in shame. Wow. Well, it's a, I, I live a shameful life when I hang out with you. So uh, I, I've, got, I've got a quickie. I've got a quickie. Please. I didn't realize you had any. Greg, what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? What is it? I'm not going to pay someone $30 for a garbanzo bean on my face. Hell yeah. Chickpea. Oh, no, I get I'm with you. I'm with you. No, jokes are better when you explain why the joke is. It's like a math equation. You got to go back and double check your answers. So I, I like to say the joke, say the punchline, and then retroactively explain the punchline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a, uh, if you like math, this is a good one for you. Um, did I tell you about my new favorite band? They're a rock group from Japan. So they're a little weird. They have almost a dozen, they almost have two dozen members. They all wear eye patches. Every one of them has a peg leg 
and they spend their time swashbuckling. You want to know what this Japanese band is called? Not 21 Pirates. 21 Pilots. Pilot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's I literally I have um, about ten more jokes, but we'll save them for next time. Greg, there are three guys in a ski lodge, mm-hmm. and they can't afford a room, so they I can't, I can't afford an individual room, so they all go to one room, and that one room has a single twin bed, so they're all like, "Well, fuck it, all right, let's all cuddle in this room, and no one speak of anything." And the next morning, they all wake up, and uh, the guy on the left says he uh, he had a great dream. He dreamt that he got a hand job. And uh, the guy on the right said, I, I had the same dream. I also, uh, I also had a dream that I got a hand job. It was pretty, pretty spectacular. And the guy in the middle said, really? I dreamt that I was skiing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I fucking love shit like that. <laughs> that's pretty uh, good. That's, yeah. just, that's just like a solid, that's a fastball right down the middle. Can't sure. go wrong. Absolutely. There's a, there's a reason why you are the one who goes on stage telling jokes. And I don't no you you say that but you should see the way i eat shit on stage 75 percent of the time it's quite extraordinary actually i had a brilliant idea the next time you go on stage just keep talking about how good your routine is going to be it's going to be such a fucking killer routine like you don't understand i can't even begin to talk about how much you're gonna just laugh like laughter is going to be erupting from every flames coming from the side of your laughing fucking face and you guys just don't understand. Is that my time? That's my time. Sorry, guys. I, you texted me that idea. I love you. I, okay, how about this? I'll try it. I'm going to go on stage next week. Um, I'm back in Austin, so there are live shows here. Um, I'm going to go on stage at an open mic, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to report back how it goes. Okay. Do you, are there any negatives at all? Like, what could possibly be a negative other than being like, no one laughed? No, that's, that's what's going to happen. I mean, no one's going to, that's, that's the only thing that could happen. You just got to push it. Just push it as hard as possible that it's going to be, you are going to laugh. You are going to laugh. I'm going to do it for the whole three minutes and we'll just see what happens. And I'm not, I'm not going to like sabotage it because I'm like, oh, I'm trying to You got to save your jokes for your, for the HBO special. Like you can't, you can't give your jokes now because what are you going to talk about on the HBO special? You guys got to tune in. I'm going to do it for real. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do that, that bit. I'm going to give it everything just the same way you, um, the same way you pitched it to me. <clears throat> but better. my prediction is that it's going to bomb. I'm, okay. I'm just putting that out there, but I'm going to try my best to not make it bomb because obviously I'm going to be up there in front of a bunch of people. Can you tell the world right now where you're going to be? So all our listeners can go and fill the audience and laugh for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me check the dates real quick. I am. <clears throat> I mean, as far, as long as we're plugging, find me on Instagram at Greg Larson Comedy. Find me on Twitter at the Greg Larson. Find us on YouTube at Don't Shoot the Gingers, and find us on Twitter at Ginger Don't Shoot because someone already took Don't Shoot Ginger. Gross. What did their page look like? It didn't did exist, it, but it was like someone had saved it. So like Twitter wouldn't let me have it, but it doesn't exist. Those pig fuckers. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, boy.
Just fuck it. This it is. is the greatest. No, I want to. This is the greatest type of media. Just two guys <laughs> staring at each other quietly. <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna be at an open mic. They're not gonna see it. Nobody. It's only open micers. It's the most. It's the most. Um, what if what, Nick Kroll is gonna be there? What if you? What if Nick Kroll there? He would love this type of humor. He would maybe. Uh, what's it called when you do something that's dangerous and uh, it's also like frivolous? Marriage. <laughs> You're fucking. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. Um, it, it's a um, irresponsible. It, it's incredibly irresponsible that I'm I even going to do like open mic comedy in person, and it's like there's 35 comics there, all like screaming into the microphone. Uh, so I sincerely doubt that any fans are going to show up. But next time I'll be ready to plug the shows. It will help once your OnlyFans starts because then you will have fans. Yeah, it'll be like this sort of symbiotic yeah. relationship. May, you know what? Actually, that like real talk, maybe that is a good idea to do like um, to start an OnlyFans with non-pornography content and just ease my way into it like I'm grooming myself. What's the deal with airline food? And then like six episodes later, it's you with honey on your dick. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, I think that might be the way to do it because then I can like break through. The, it's not me going from like sitting here talking to you with my shirt off to jerking off on camera <laughs> and uploading it to the internet. It's like it's me. Like, yeah, it'll be like the people who watch The West Wing. Be like, yeah, the first three seasons were much better. It, it really gets off on a tangent later in life. So um, yeah, really just watch the first couple seasons. I think that's where it is. Like just an ease into it because you can do a non-pornographic OnlyFans, right? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that's just a YouTube page. <laughs> but the the only fans the point of it is just for p only for uh paid subscribers yeah, and it could yeah. just be exclusive content from this even who knows yeah and then it just turns into jerk off time i can't wait to watch jerk off time you <laughs> <laughs> um, will have uh one subscriber and five dollars in your pocket <laughs> what uh what do you have to plug Oh, uh, just follow us on Twitter at Ginger Don't Shoot. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Puma Revive. That's P-U-M-A-R-E-V-I-V-E-D. And it is a long story from college that I'm in this far. I have exactly uh, 198 followers, and that is too many to have to restart. So if I restarted with something else, I would have nothing. And it took me 12 years to get almost 200 <laughs> followers. Do you want to know what's funny? It's taken me almost the exact amount of time to get almost the exact same amount of followers. Yeah. Well, people, are, we're, too, we're too edgy. <laughs> we're too edgy with our political humor. Um, how do you think we did on this first episode? Episode number 55. Well, it would have been fucking phenomenal if you hit my alley-oop. I threw it out of bounds. That was shockingly good. I threw the damn ball good. out of bounds. That was shockingly good. It was Darren Fox running down, running down the court, and he heaves it for Marvin Bagley to slam into home, and Bagley watches it go into the third row. That's yeah. a Sacramento Kings reference for all you fans out there. I'm Marvin Bagley. Yeah. I'm Darren Fox, and you're listening. Don't shoot the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I <laughs> yeah, we. All right, that's it. Have a great day. All right, love you. <laughs>